It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Looking back at the Washington Commanders decision to start Sam Howell this season and why they didn't choose the wrong path, but maybe they chose the wrong boots. That more on today's episode of Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into today's episode of Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for making Locked On Commanders your first listen of the day every day. And don't forget that you can subscribe for free on YouTube or wherever you're getting your podcasts. And you can continue this conversation by becoming a Locked On Commanders insider. Join the Locked On Commanders insider program by going to joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Commanders. You'll get news inside scoops, exclusive content delivered directly to your phone one-on-one with me via text message. Again, join subtext.com slash locked on commanders to get in on all the fun there. It will continue into the off season throughout the year and into next season. Of course, I'm David Harrison, your host for this program, credential member of the media covering the Washington commanders for CommanderCountry.com, a part of sports illustrated's fan nation. And I'm here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers. And as always, everydayers, I greatly appreciate your continued support for the program. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. On today's episode of Locked On Commanders, we're kind of combining multiple episodes. We got our AAR here, we got our mailbag. We're going to rant about Ron a little bit because the holiday week kind of condensed everything. Uh, we had the Monday bonus episode of Runner Ranks Locked On NFL Crossover, which was a lot of fun. So I hope you caught that. If you didn't, I certainly encourage you to check it out here on the Locked On Commanders feed. Audio, YouTube, doesn't matter. It's there for you. But first, we're going to talk AAR. We're going to take a look back at the quarterback decision uh, because we got a whole lot of revisionist history happening out there, folks. Uh, I don't mean we're looking into last week. I don't mean we're looking to the week before. We are going all the way back to training camp. We're going back to preseason. Starting Sam Howell, bottom line, wasn't Washington going down the wrong path. No. It might have been wearing the wrong boots when we use hindsight, but of course, hindsight is 2020. And here's what I mean by that. The quarterback decision this, this year was always about the future. It was never just about this season. Let's recap that. I don't want to say let's get that straight because we've been talking about this since June, July, August. It was always, always, always about the future. Yes, you want to win this season. Absolutely. But Ron Rivera had to show Josh Harris and this ownership group and his staff, Ron Rivera's staff, had the keys to unlocking future success here in Washington, and the way he was going to do that was the young quarterback. That is why Ron Rivera gave that shot to Sam Howell early on, because the most common method of trying to show owners you have a grip on the future is by installing a young, solid quarterback. Point to any team in the National Football League that has had wholesale changes to their staff in the past decade, and I promise you that is part of the formula more times than not. So in that vein, going with Sam Howell makes sense. But beyond that, he's had arm talent, mentality, ability to improvise, weapons, everything you want in a starting quarterback, even a young one, except for protection. It's amazing to me how many Commanders fans and even some in the media have magically forgotten how much the offensive line impacted Sam Howell's play early on in his ability to stay upright. It's almost like it never even happened at this point in time. Well, it did. And guess who didn't have to go 
through all that punishment, Jacoby Brissett. Now, that's not to say that Brissett wouldn't have handled it better as a veteran quarterback, even from the get-go, and thus not be as impacted as he is as a young quarterback is. That's true in any way, in any walk of life. I think if you look at a manager of a business, electronic store, clothing store, doesn't matter what it is. He's been doing it for 10 years. She's been doing it for 10 years. Black Friday comes around. They're probably not even going to blink. The new manager who's just doing it for their first year, they're probably going to have a little bit of a rougher time, right? So it makes sense that a veteran quarterback with a poor offensive line, probably going to do a little bit better than a young quarterback with a poor offensive line, right? And that is where I think this staff and Ron Rivera put on the wrong boots. So in that analogy, you went down the right path. The path is the future, but you put on the wrong, wrong pair of walking shoes. Why? Because Sam does not have the necessary tools and the potential to do this job this way. But because this team wasn't set up to give that young quarterback the platform, he needs to be completely successful. A veteran quarterback certainly could find more success in the same amount of time. Now, again, a lot of this is hindsight. So to get me wrong, I liked seeing Sam Howell start this season. And I start, I stand by that now. But the difference is really where each of us sees this team heading into the future, which will decide what's going to happen here with these quarterbacks moving forward. Early on, Howell made the best of a bad decision for the most part, uh, except for the Bills fiasco. There were also the Eagles performances. You have the two-game winning streak to start the season, the comeback win against the Denver Broncos. There were a lot of good things going on with the Sam Howell-led Washington Commanders, but the two Giants came more than anything else. I think really shook the foundation of this young quarterback's confidence, I believe. And it all starts, in my opinion, with that offensive line. We've seen replacements happen on that offensive line. Certainly, they have gotten better. The problem is, at there's, it's almost like a bar graph or like a, a scale tipping. As the offensive line has gotten better, Sam Howell's confidence has gotten more and more shaken to the point where now you look at it and you say this offensive line isn't as bad Sam Howell is playing because he's certainly leaving the pocket too early. He's certainly seeing pressure where there isn't pressure to be seen. All those types of things that you don't want to see a quarterback doing. When Washington was evaluating his quarterback position, it knew it had to walk the path of the brightest future. Not the brightest today, although getting the brightest today and the brightest future, that's gold. But at minimum, you need the brightest future. They put the quarterback in with the best upside individually, not the quarterback with the best upside for this team. And to me, that's the mistake. If you're truly committed to Sam Howell and go back to the offseason before free agency, before the draft, Ron Rivera has been talking about giving Sam Howell that opportunity. Then Ron Rivera, Martin Mayhew, Eric Stokes, Marty Herney, everybody involved should have had that focus on that young quarterback. Build that platform for Sam Howell to stand on. And that is the offensive line. But they weren't. They went defense, which is the move you make when your quarterback is already on solid footing and just needs the other side to pick up a little bit of slack. Nobody saw the defense's collapse coming to the degree that it has. But regardless, coming out of 2022, they had the seventh best scoring defense in the National Football League. That's why we all expected top 10, top eight, top five this season. But the 24th ranked scoring offense is what they had in 2022. And a young quarterback is taking over that 24th ranked scoring offense. It continues to baffle me. Had the organization through so much of its resource, so many of its resources on doubling down on the defense, not the offense. Again, Drafting for what you think, not drafting for what you know. Every day, as you're going to hear me say that a lot during this draft process, you need to draft on what you know, not draft on what you think, which is the same reason the, the commanders draft on what they think, not what they know, which is the same reason Kyle Hamilton is one of the best young safeties in the game for the Baltimore Ravens. And the commanders are letting a talent like Jahan Dotson waste away as a third receiver with a quarterback that's either running for his life because of pressure or running for his life because he thinks pressure is about to come. Washington walked down the path of future stability this offseason and this preseason. It just did it with the wrong equipment 
this season. The same truth remains today as it did in August, but this team's ceiling is still higher with Sam Howell than it is with Jacoby Brissett, even though yesterday, go back to that episode, I told you, Jacoby Brissett needs to start these last two games of the season. I firmly believe that, but I'm willing to concede that the commanders tried to climb to that height too soon because they didn't get the right gear to go into this battle with him. That's my AAR so far for the Washington Commanders quarterback situation. The sustain and improve will be an off-season long discussion. We have plenty of time on, on Lockdown Commanders to discuss. So plenty more coming for this conversation. Trust me, there's no way to get every single angle of this conversation in this episode. So if there's something that I didn't address about this, yes, it will get addressed. And if you want to be the one to spark that, drop that question, drop that topic into the comment section. We will certainly get to it as we can. Sam Howell isn't the only young quarterback with a fan base turning on him these days. One Commanders fan wants to know if this team should try trading for benched 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy. My thoughts on that and more coming up next on today's episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this episode of Locked On Commanders brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry where you're buying your tickets for your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. They've even got last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, all of it. It's easy to find and buy tickets for any kind of event you want in your area. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase, and they're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money. Game Time even has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and for some events, up to an hour after it starts. It is the place for you to find those last-minute seats, so take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app today. Create your account. Use the code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem the code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're zooming today's episode up. Locked on Commanders. We had our AAR. Now we're going to turn to our mailbag, and then we're going to finish it up ranting about Ron Rivera. Locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Every day, make sure you come back tomorrow. I got uh, Eric Crocker of Locked On 49ers coming through. We are going to cross over this uh, matchup, this weekend's matchup, San Francisco 49ers against the Washington Commanders. Unfortunately, by the time we record that episode, I am not going to know if Jacob Brissett or Sam Howell are starting for this game, but we will cover this game as best we can without knowing who the starting quarterback is going to be. Opening up the mailbag, we're going to start here with Ravi, who asked about Brock Purdy. After Purdy's, after Purdy's four interceptions, zero touchdown performance Monday night against the Ravens, there is a growing amount of 49ers fans who are now out on Brock Purdy, who before last night was considered an MVP candidate. So Ravi wants to know if I would trade for Purdy if I was the commanders. And, and here is here is the thing. So looking at this from, so first of all, I think it's kind of crazy that uh, 49ers fans would be out on Brock Purdy right now. Now understand, you know, we have this conversation about system quarterbacks and game managers and all this other stuff. And, you know, it's been all over the national media here for the last few weeks, whatever. I pretty much agree with most of what's being said out there. That being said, the truth of the matter is Brock Purdy is not a quarterback who is coming in and elevating the 49ers. The 49ers are around him, elevating him, which is fine. That's what most young quarterbacks need. Again, we look at the greatest of all time to ever do it. Tom Brady, 
when he first won a Super Bowl, it was because that New England Patriots defense was really, really good. I remember those times. I had some friends that were New England Patriots fans, and even with Tom Brady winning that Super Bowl on the back of that defense, they wondered what the New England Patriots quarterback future would be. Okay, So I completely understand. I completely get it. That being said, if we're talking about trading for somebody else's young bench quarterback or this team's young bench quarterback, no, I'm not trading for another one. Here's why. Number one, I'm not keeping two development quarterbacks on my roster. I don't know why Brock Purdy has been successful. It goes beyond the tape. It goes beyond the scheme. Trust me. It goes into the meeting room, into the locker room, all those things. I don't know Brock Purdy. I'm not around him on a daily basis. I do know why Sam Howell has been successful where he has and why he hasn't been successful. So I've got a lot more information on Sam Howell's success and his lack of success lately. If either is going to be my developmental quarterback, I'm taking the one that I know can be successful and I know how to make him successful versus the one that I don't know why he's successful, but I also don't know why uh, he failed the way that he did. Now, that being said, especially after hearing 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan be very forthcoming, breaking down the four interceptions that Purdy threw on, on Monday night, I would be shocked to find out that the 49ers are going to trade Brock Purdy. So it's almost kind of like one of those questions where it's like, because there's no way I see the 49ers wanting to trade Brock Purdy, I kind of can't really get into the conversation of, yes, I would trade for him, and here's why, because I just don't see it as a reasonable possibility. Uh, but the fact that there are some 49ers fans, look, I had this conversation with one of my insiders today uh, on, on Tuesday. Fans, you know what I mean? And if you're one of them out there, you all have the absolute right to, to, to flip-flop. You know what I mean? Like, you have that, that right. There, there's, there's no guidelines for a fan. Like, there are no rules... Like when you buy a jersey, you don't have to sign a piece of paper or, or you know do anything that says, I will not be finicky. I will not one day love this guy and the next day hate this guy. I will not one day love this franchise, the next day hate this franchise. That's why whenever a Commanders fan says, I'm done with this team, and then I see them like three days later commenting on my show, watching my episode, talking about the game that just got played, I don't throw back in your face. Why? Because you're a fan. Like you're allowed to do that. Now, media, to me, and I'm just going to say this, this out loud, if you're hearing a media member out there who has been supportive of the Sam Howell journey, uh, supportive of Sam Howell starting for this team, was was happy after the two-game win streak, was, okay, look, the Philadelphia Eagles game, you see some potential there, all that stuff. And now all of a sudden, they're like, oh, they never should have started Sam Howell in the first place. You might want to consider who you listen to for your media sources. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. There are, there are media outlets out there that are honest with you, transparent and forthcoming, and honest from the jump. And can, you know, don't get me wrong, like consistently we we evaluate everything every single week, right? But if anybody out there that you were listening to or you were reading was all about the Sam Howell starting the season and doing all this other stuff, but now here in the last two or three weeks has suddenly been like, ah, I was never on it. It should have always been Jacoby Brissett. You might want to think about who you're listening to. Just just my two cents on some media literacy uh, for what it's worth. So again, just like Sam Howell. Uh, Sam Darnold came in, or just like Jacoby Brissett, rather, Sam Darnold came in, had some success. So 49ers fans, some of them are having knee-jerk reactions, saying that he would have been the better option, uh, and they should have they should have gone with him earlier. Uh, Emmanuel Acho actually made a really good point. He tweeted on Tuesday, and I know I'm kind of surprised to say that myself, but he, he tweeted on Tuesday, quote, Chad Henney led a 98-yard touchdown drive in the playoffs last year, the longest touchdown drive of the Chiefs' season, a season that Patrick Mahomes won the regular season Super Bowl MVP, end quote. Just to say, just because one guy does something in a, in, 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 a, in, a, in a sample size or in a window that the other guy did not do does not mean you have the wrong guy. For whatever reason, there's, there's many layers to why uh, some of these things happen. So take it with a grain of salt. Uh, it is what it is. But again, fans, you all have the room to be fanatical, to be passionate, to, to be finicky in that way. To me, 
uh, if you want your media to be that way, uh, so be it. Um, but a responsible person who's on this beat every single day around these guys every single day is going to consistently tell you the truth, not pander to the latest, greatest excitement that is on uh, going on in the fan base. So that's just my personal opinion on how this job should be done. Fran asks, what uh, what do you think Sam's future will be for next year? Commanders picking a new starting quarterback with the first pick in the draft, or will they go offensive tackle and pick up free agency quarterbacks to potentially start next year? Kind of prefer option number two. Yeah, so do I. The answer uh, on this has to be fluid this offseason. Not my opinion, though. So I go through this, right? I'm going to tell you right now. Here is my opinion. My opinion on what this franchise should do is not going to change. My opinion is that you hire a true general manager, an offensive coach that has a plan to work with a shorter and mobile quarterback, a defensive coach that is a street fighter. I don't care which one of them is the head coach, just those two styles of coaches. Bring back both Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett if you can do it. Make a real effort to improve this offensive line without any drug deals, without any Andrew Wiley's of, hey, dude, you know my scheme. Come here and help me install it, and I won't replace you. You'll be my starter throughout the entire season. You come through with a true quarterback competition in minicamp training camp all the way to through the third preseason game of the season. The down the road plan to me is still to start Sam Howell, but if Jacoby is more capable right now, then you roll him out until the time comes for a switch to be made, which is possibly not even until July or until July, until 2026, which is fine. Many, many people have already made the, the comparisons to Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love. They're not the only two, but they're kind of the most recent. Brett Favre started his career sitting on the bench, developing behind somebody else. There's nothing absolutely wrong with Sam Howell sitting on the bench and developing and growing as a young quarterback behind a veteran like a guy like Jacoby Brissett, who has already proven to be a really valuable mentor to a guy like Sam. Perfectly fine with that. I just don't think that, that is that scrapping everything you've already built and restarting is the answer. What do I think Sam's future will be? So again, that's my opinion. That's not going to change. What might change is what I tell you that I think the commanders are going to do. And understand, there is a stark difference between what I would do, what I think they're going to do. When they drafted Emmanuel Forbes, I didn't agree with it, but I told you why I think they did it, why it makes sense that they did it. Doesn't change the fact that I agreed or disagreed with it, only delivering to you what the information is. What do I think Sam's future is going to be? I don't think that Josh Harris is going to enter the GM and coaching search married to Sam Howell or anybody else for that matter. I really don't. Just looking at his past, I don't think he's going to obsess over a first-round quarterback either. I think each candidate is going to have the opportunity to pitch their vision for this team based on where it is now, where it needs to go, and how you get there. And at the end of the day, the one that Josh Harris believes in the most is going to get the job. So there's about an equal proposition of both, keeping and, and not keeping Sam Howell. Keith, it says, who might be available next year as the hold the fort quarterback, otherwise known as a bridge quarterback? Looking at the veteran options, uh, Jacoby Brissett turns 32 years old next December. Um, look, I like the way he plays. I like the way he mentors. I like the way he is in the locker room, man. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is a, is a dude. Uh, he's definitely someone that I've enjoyed uh, being around uh, and, and getting to cover this, this one NFL season. So would not hate seeing him come back next year at all. Blaine Gabbert's another option. He turns 35 next October, so a little bit older. I got some time to see him in Tampa. And I'll tell you right now, the first time I saw Blaine Gabbert lead a practice as the number one quarterback while Tom Brady was kind of taking his hiatus, even in preseason, even in training camp, that dude is a leader. Like that dude is a grab the reins and charge into battle uh, type of dude. So Blaine Gabbert, another solid veteran that could come in as a bridge quarterback or even as a veteran mentor. Uh, and then Kirk Cousins, man. He turns 36 next August. He's the oldest of these three options. I, I honestly did not think about him being that old. Uh, Kirk Cousins obviously is going to be looking for a situation for him to, to start. So that's not going to be a situation where he's necessarily wanting to battle it out with somebody. 
Uh, but look, if, if this franchise comes in, whatever, whoever the coach is, whoever the GM, if, if their plan is to now let's have Sam Howell grow a la Zach Wilson, hopefully with better results, uh, or Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love or Brett Favre, um, Kirk Cousins might be that dude, man. Sign him to a three-year deal, front load the guarantees to the first year or two, give him 2025 or 2024 rather as a starter, and then you know basically just kind of groom Sam behind the scenes for 2025, 2026. Uh, whatever it's going to be. So those are three options that we could take a look at. Obviously, whoever the GM is, whoever the coach is, it's going to have a big impact on that. Today, the coach is Ron Rivera. He said some things specifically about the running back position that are going to impact this weekend's game. We're ranting about Ron next on Locked On. Commanders part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Commanders brought to you by Prize Picks. And Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And it's the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers to play. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections. And then just sit back and watch the game take as the game takes on even more meaning for you in the process. With the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports and leagues. For example, this Thursday, I'm covering the NFL game for this network's Friday episode of locked on NFL. And I'm taking jets kicker, Greg Zerline to have more than 1.5 field goals made and Browns receiver Amari Cooper to have more than 56.5 yards receiving. But I'm also turning my focus to the NBA and the wizards forward, Kyle Kuzma to have more than 33.5 points, rebounds and assists combined on Tuesday against the Orlando magic. So I'm already going to know if I'm one for one or from one or if I'm oh for one out of three, uh, by the time you are watching this episode, most likely prize picks even offers a reboot policy. So your entire entry stays in play. Even if one of your players gets injured, prize picks is the only daily daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So go to prizepickscom slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, we're wrapping up this episode of Locked On Commanders with our ranting about Ron Rivera. Uh, and this coincides with a little bit of news that came out on Tuesday afternoon. The Washington Commanders have re-signed Jarrett Patterson, running back, to the practice squad official on Tuesday. Um, and look, Brian Robinson has already missed more than more than a couple or missed a couple games uh, due to a hamstring injury. Would have missed another one if it wasn't for the bye week. Um, on top of that, Jonathan Williams, uh, veteran practice squad member, has been in concussion protocol, remains in concussion protocol as of right now. And Chris Rodriguez, who's had a really good strong of two games, uh, the sixth-round rookie out of Kentucky, also injured on uh, in, in the Sunday loss to the New York Jets. He was pending an MRI uh, on Rodriguez and the team's injury updates. Ron Rivera said, quote, he's getting an MRI today. That's Chris. He said, I believe I haven't actually talked to Al Bellamy, the team's head athletic trainer. I'll be talking to Al at our 5 o'clock meeting, so I'll have a better feel for Chris. I'll have a better feel for Benjamin St. Juice, better feel for Percy Butler, for Andrew Wiley. We'll see how B-Rob did today as well. Coming in for treatment, Tyler Larson, Charles Leno Jr. Continue to work on their injuries, end quote. Uh, yeah, just so many people um, in the training room right now, guys. And, and the signing of Jarrett Patterson, though, does hint you know, that this team feels like it's going to be out uh, at least two of those guys. I mean, between Brian Robinson, Chris Rodriguez Jr., and Jonathan Williams, at least two of those guys are probably going to be out, and that's why you had a guy like Jared Patterson. Um, asked if Jared Patterson would be elevated on Sunday. Ron Rivera said that we'll see how things go with Chris and for B-Rob. 
and on if Patterson being local for the or to the team and familiar with the team led to his practice squad addition. Ron Rivera said, quote, that's the answer. He's very familiar with what we do. That's the biggest thing, end quote. So Jared Patterson, local guy, been on the team. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's interesting to think that he is on this team and, and Chase Young is not because early on, obviously, it was kind of like, oh, that's Chase Young's guy. He's a local kid. and da, da, da. Uh, Chase Young now obviously playing San Francisco for, um, I think, still the number one seed in the NFC. I can't remember if they fell down from there at all after the uh, loss of the Baltimore Ravens or not. But whatever it is. Chase Young is in San Fran. Jared Patterson back with Washington. Looking forward to seeing him on the practice field and in the locker room on Wednesday. That is your latest running back update. Unfortunately, Ron Rivera, we, we actually had some hope that he was going to tell us who uh, was going to start a quarterback. Ron said on Sunday that early in the week they were going to make that determination. So we're kind of like, okay, well, Tuesday's as early as it gets uh, this week. So we're kind of hoping to have that information. It's not there again. Every day, as if you saw yesterday's episode, you already know. I think this team needs to roll with Jacoby against the 49ers, against the Cowboys, for those reasons that I put out in that episode. If you didn't catch that, by all means, go back and catch that uh, and let me know what you think. Coming up tomorrow, it is Crossover Thursday. Eric Crocker of Locked On 49ers coming through. We're going to talk about that 49ers game. We're going to talk about all these quarterbacks, and we're going to talk about how the Washington Commanders maybe can keep Chase Young from just wreaking havoc in his homecoming, uh, coming back to FedEx Field. In the meantime, if you got questions or comments, throw them in the YouTube comment section or text me directly by becoming a Lock Insider at joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Commanders. Don't forget, check out Locked On Sports today. As always, thank you for making a Locked On Commanders your first listen of the day every day. Every day, thanks for coming through on a consistent basis like you do. Thanks so much for making me a part of your day, part of your routine. Until we speak again, please be safe, be kind. I'll see you next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.